There it is. What? Welcome to Toilet Talk. Oh. <laughs> 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 okay. Because cold opens are my fun thing. That's terrible. So, uh, Rob's got his Afterburn uh, subcast, I guess, and uh, mine and Aries is going to be Pillow Talk. Welcome to episode one. Uh, that's Ari, my fiance. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't said anything yet, and it's super weird. I guess today we're talking about. Uh, easy. Let's not pressure anything. <laughs> I do not consent. Like this relationship. Oof. Oof. You want to talk how, about how we got started? Rob wanted to know. Rob wanted us to tell everybody. I, I like our love story. I mean, I was swimming in the ocean off of the coast of... She was doing an American free, not a butterfly or anything fucking weird. Yeah, it was uh, really graceful. I looked um, vaguely like a mermaid. Um... You know, like her namesake, because that's what she's going for. Uh, yeah, and then a shark came out of nowhere. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and the sharks in that area... Uh, and sounded other like dolphins. Noises. Yeah, other flipper noises. <laughs> and I was like, "Someone help!" And here we was met Alex. in boot camp. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> there were sharks in the water. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Uh, what was sharks it? in the water? Two thousand nine. Boot camp two thousand nine. We enlisted December two thousand nine. Yeah, we spent um we spent uh, the new year together bringing Jesus, in 2010 we've, we've known each other for a decade that's weird well we've known of each other for a decade uh the actual like our first impression of each other was she was a bitch i i am <laughs> i was also that guy in boot camp oh my god he was the the only reason i was a bitch to alex was because he was the biggest loudmouth, and he was he constantly had something to say and he had this obnoxious looking butt on his face that's why I wear a beard. He wears a beard to cover this ginormous ass chin that he's got going on. It, it's crazier than Jay Leno's. Yeah. I swear to God. It really is. <laughs> uh, all the girls in the flight were like, the loudmouth butt chin guy wouldn't shut up, and we all were looking for a pee break after that eight-hour PowerPoint session. They didn't give a fuck. I cared. You say something stupid, I'm going to call you on your stupid. It wasn't her saying anything stupid, to be clear. Uh, I didn't say anything the... stupid except shut up. <laughs> Once she got irritated, and that's that's not stupid. That was, I was fair. I was irritated all the time. Her friend, however, was fucking retarded. Uh, we were all retarded back then. Uh, yeah. 2009. <laughs> Little did we know. <laughs> Little did we know Square would disappoint us with this Final Fantasy VII remake. I came here for a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she did. She just walked away for those playing the audio game. She's pissed as shit. <laughs> I've been teasing her about this uh, all day. Uh, I don't think it looks good. Or it looks good. I'm still afraid Square is going to fuck it up. I don't care what we've seen. It's all demo footage. Like, it's doctored and pre-rendered and shit. We don't know what we're going to get. This could be Fallout 76. This could be No Man's Sky. Look at Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm just saying. Kingdom Hearts 3... Is not good. Is fun to play. And it doesn't you, make it good. If you take it for what it is, it's a fun game. It, it was missing a lot, though, and I realized it was missing the entire <coughs> cast of any Final Fantasy game ever. Such as the best Final Fantasy protagonist in the series. If you say Squall... He's the coolest protagonist. I'm not going to say it's the, it is the best game. It's not. That belongs to tactics. He wears furs, leather, and put a gun He's on his sword. Gun blades and bomber jackets. I'm sorry, are the only awesome. Final Fantasy How dare you? The only Final Fantasy character that can wear an excessive amount of belts is Lulu, okay? <laughs> Indeed. And furs. Blah, blah, blah. That's the um, only Final Fantasy character I want to see in leather and furs. Uh bomber jackets are bomb. So deal with that. Uh, in any event... Cloud didn't know who he was, and he had more of a personality than Squall. 10 out of 10 disagree. Nobody understands me is a personality. And Squall had that in spades. 
Paul wasn't <laughs> kept in a lab for X amount of years. No, he was being force-fed into a military institution against his will. Let's talk about Cloud's military service. I didn't s accuse Square of having good writing since 6. Square does have good writing. The world of Spira is... No, it doesn't. Square does have good writing. It's Squeenix I'm worried about. And Squeenix is responsible for this. <laughs> and even still, like, Square... It, admittedly, Square's writing was going down from... I feel uh, like you trapped six. me. You told me that you were going <laughs> to talk about how we met and not my... I'd immediately dive into this. ...incredibly <laughs> sensitive feelings on the topic of Final Fantasy. <laughs> and here we are. Okay. Um, we said we were going to do both before this, for the record. I'm not, fi I'm not uh, forcing anything on her. If we're talking right about main protagonists of... Or not main protagonists, but characters of Final Fantasy. Like, all of the best characters are from 7. I'm sorry. Even Barrett was badass. Reeve. And he didn't... Reeve, Yuki. Continue. Tifa. Tifa's pretty cool. See, I, I hated Tifa at first. I, I always thought it was kind of weird how, like, she she knew what was going on. And Cloud was talking about his past. And she... What was she doing the whole time? Just, like, sitting there, like... Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, whatever you say. Like, wow, that that's dweeby, not what happened. That dweeby blonde-haired kid that I used to pick on when he was uh, younger uh, grew up to be hot, so I'm just going to shut up and enjoy the view. <laughs> what was up with that? Aerith that's how he, how he reacted to her, so... Oh, this bitch that used to pick on me, you hear? I don't remember anything about her, but damn, she's hot. Um, he... She's know. still a bitch to me, what the fuck? Oh, well. No, that's not right. That's not how the game was. It's been like it's been ten years that's since our opened. last playthrough. That's how it opened. What, she wasn't a bitch to him at all. She was all over him. She was all over him. She was all over Barrett. That's not true. Even though I ship it. <laughs> <laughs> now, mate. <laughs> I ship it so hard. Do you always lean out of um, view when you're vaping? Uh, recently, I've actually been clicking mute on my mic audio oh, okay. for drags, but uh, that's not feasible when there's only one mic for two people. Mm. So. Makes sense. I want to keep my bad habit to myself. <laughs> but yeah, that's how we met, and Alex is still loudmouth and wrong with his opinions. Um. <laughs> she contradicts herself in the same sentence two words away. Wrong opinion. Wrong opinion. You're done. That exists. <laughs> it's possible to have the wrong opinion. Yeah, if your opinion that a tomato is a bridge. It could be. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Like I said. <laughs> so, Alex, um, we joined the military. We met in basic. We hated each other. We both got stationed to New Mexico. I was stationed in... Albuquerque at Kirtland, and you were stationed in Holloman, down Airport. in Alamogordo. Yeah, yeah, the place that uh, Marvel jokes about sending uh, Steve. Poor Steve. And where Banner became Banner. <laughs> um, so we didn't speak to each other. I think Alex added me on Facebook after graduation. It was, yeah, it was when the um the photos went up from the um uh the obstacle course day mm -hmm. uh the photos went up and i just like mass added everybody he added me because i'm cute look <laughs> really not cute at all gorgeous <laughs> no no but he added me um i saw him on my timeline you know we have a lot of the same interests um that's not creepy yeah, well, you see people on your timeline. Uh, yeah, like, as you're scrolling through. Oh, he's cool. You know, he likes video games and stuff. We have the same interests. Um, he, we, we kind of like went our separate ways. Really, after that, like I was married, had a kid. Um, My kid now. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that? Like, yeah, is I that mean, not rude? 
I feel like that's rude and weird. We'll get there. Uh, <laughs> so, what was it, like, five years later? I got out of the military early. Um, yeah, Alex you've all stayed. stepped because of your pregnancy. Yeah. Alex was still enlisted for a while. Um, I moved up to Santa Fe, living it up with my BB-214. Yeah, uh, I stayed on for another three years past her because uh, I signed a six. Uh, they cut half of my fucking credits illegally to, to push me to E2 instead of E3 for the college credits thing. And, and they were like, oh, but if you sign a six-year contract, you get E3 that way. <sighs> Shut the fuck up. Not worth I didn't, it. I didn't finish it. Uh, the third set of orders for me that was declined out of Holloman, I was like, here's my set package. I'm done. I'd like to go home now, please. So he went back to Baltimore and lived here for two years. Um, yeah. I ended up getting divorced, uh, moved back in with my parents, and uh, went on a couple of dates and just decided it wasn't, it just wasn't working. I wasn't comfortable dating with with a kid, you know, like, I, it, it happened to be, like, this guy had asked, like, let's hang out, me, you, and your kid, and I was like, mm. Oof. Yeah, the, the lead-in with the, hey, let me be your baby daddy. No, it wasn't. Like, he wasn't uh. pressuring me to be like, I want to be a dad to your kid or anything. But I wasn't. I realized like I wasn't comfortable with him or with, with anybody really meeting Marco. It was really bizarre. Um, then Alex uh, mentioned over Facebook, hey, there's a Baltimore Comic Con this summer. Um, you should come up and... So naturally, she invites me down for Memorial Day. Yeah, well, it was yeah, it was Memorial Day. Yeah, and I was like, you should come down. And he said, sure, I'll I'll see what I can do. And then he blew me off. Uh, there was a legitimate issue That's with my brother. That's when I knew I wanted brother. to marry him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there was there was some weird, stupid scheduling conflict, and I couldn't come down. Uh. And, like, she didn't like that, so she came up the next weekend. Well, I, um... Basically. <laughs> like, we ended up talking more that week, and we ended up like, wait, are we both into this? On Wednesday night. It was, he at asked At 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> he asked me to come up for Baltimore Comic Con, which was, like, a while later, and I said, uh... No, hey, no, no, yeah, no. It was a so, while from, it was, yeah, so it was like I two asked months from then. I asked here, uh, we get through the Memorial Day invite, we've had other conversations, and then she leads in that Wednesday night with, like, hey, so is your couch available? No, okay, no. So <laughs> the last conversation, <laughs> he's making it sound like I was thirsty. You and led with, is your couch available? And I went I straight was, to, oh my fucking God, are you okay? No, I was not parched, okay? <laughs> I was well hydrated. Don't believe that shit. No, no, no. He, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no, um. Try is the Sahara. Thirsty. I was, the last conversation we had was about the Baltimore Comic Con, and That was I, not, that is not the case. I texted him and said, hey, would your couch be available? And he said, um... Is At minimum, this was days later and with zero context. It was, but we were in that weird stage where, like, texting him was bizarre, and I didn't want to think, I didn't want him to think that I was a dweeb, and I was still trying to play, like, coy. Ah, you yeah. still trying to play coy! Yeah, we're, we're... <laughs> We're gonna be together now, like three years, in June. And, and she still wants to play coy. I'm, I'm like, just fucking be honest about your goddamn intention. This is stupid. Why not make you guess? Like, <laughs> why make me guess? That's the, that's my question. Because then it's not fun for me, duh. <laughs> dance, puppet, dance. That's how you sound. What is the problem? <laughs> and she says she wasn't thirsty. I wasn't. Uh, I texted mm -hmm. him and asked if his couch would be available, meaning it, if I came up for Baltimore Comic Con, um, like, yo, can you I stay gotta, on your couch? Yeah. Or like, should I, you know, use my Hilton discount and rent a hotel room? But she led with, like, hey, is, you, is your couch open? I was like, whoa, is everything okay? And she was like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> And that was hilarious. And he said, "Yeah, you can you can stay on my couch while we go to the comic con. That'd be super cool." And 
that I wanted to be super respectful of the Lamons. No. So I was it? like, you can crash in my bed. I'll sleep on the couch. And I was so like, you don't think I'm too forward or anything. First of all, that's super weird. Because like, I respected all, like, all the Lamons. That's super weird for a guy to say, like, sleep in my bed and I'll sleep on the couch. Like, I want to sleep in your crusty ass sheets. Like... <laughs> I'm be gay and chivalrous. <laughs> Fuck off. Like, <laughs> but I was like, oh, I, I can't remember. It was like, wouldn't there be weird expectations? Hi, viewer. <laughs> and uh, so naturally it was like, uh, and you were like, there would definitely be expectations. And, and I, I was that, like, I, I, oh. <laughs> this, this conversation occurred at like three o'clock in the morning. I was I had been dragging on tired. for hours at this point. It I started so like sleepy. midnight. And I was like, I guess I was a little flirty. So I was a like, uh, <laughs> I was like, well, maybe I want those expectations or something. I was start. like, <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. Uh, um, oh, the, yeah, the viewer left when I said hi, naturally. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> good for them. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, she ended up coming up that weekend, and then and Cloud Strife is the best protagonist of any Final Fantasy game ever, and that's it. Fine. Fine. I'm gonna need that ring back. <laughs> You're gonna have to take it. <laughs> Let's do this. Conor McGregor, your ass. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Manny Pacquiao, your ass. Ray Rice. <laughs> I don't know. It was it's a really bizarre love story. Like, yeah. Uh, so she comes up twice, and then I go down, and it's Marco's birthday weekend. And it's the he first was turning time, five. First and time I, Alex has met him. Has met anybody but Ari, that was gonna be present. Yeah. And I that was, like, was a hey, lot to take uh, in. <laughs> my parents are here. My son is here. My ex-husband is here, and my ex-husband's mom is here. Uh, that was fun. I just, I, I don't know, like, with Alex, I knew I wanted to be serious with him, like, right away. Like, I felt like if I didn't take this chance to, to well, make this Part happen, of that was, like, your mom was hitting you, and I was like, hey, maybe don't do that. <laughs> no, I, I And just, you were like, nobody's ever defended me before, oh my god! <laughs> you really did. I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew I was um, really into Alex, like, right away. It was, uh... My charming personality. It is. It's very charming. I'm alright. I think. I hope. Shit. <laughs> you really are, though. Like, <laughs> I am so I in love with you. <laughs> I love you, too. It was... I don't know. My relationship with you is, like, having a best friend that you can talk to about anything. Like, every, every interest that I have happens to well we have our separate interests like i love to knit and crochet and alex likes to code and make games and stuff and it's most prime <laughs> <laughs> uh we do have differences of opinion obviously um that was actually the point i was making thank you mm -hmm. but every, every you know we have the same interests and yeah. she converted me from a pc to switch I am such a Nintendo freak. It's really awful. Like <laughs> Zelda, Pokemon, Mario, anything. It's really terrible. And he's like PC Master Race for life. And <laughs> Wu Tang. Now he's all about the Switch, and I'm I'm so happy for him. Like he's finally. It's it's what gaming's supposed to be. I've also taught him how to crochet. A little bit. I I didn't get him to be a refresher. <laughs> I think he's gotten like two rows done on his scarf, which is cute. Yeah, I need to undo that too because they're trash. He's teaching me how to play Go and Rocket League. I'm I'm trash at that, so. She's coming for you in hoops, son. She's gonna break your axles in the court. And she's gonna foul your ass first. Fuck. Just <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I, just, I just jump around the map like whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we have like every geeky thing because we both like geeky stuff and. It's just really cool to have someone, like, the the inside jokes I had with my friends when I was 15 or 9, like, he got. <laughs> he knew what I was talking about when some stupid thing came out, and he, he would, like, say it back to me or finish the meme, you know? 
And I was like, because oh my I god. Because I kicked her in the face with my energy legs. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the other day we were grooving <laughs> out to that. It was really cool. That was a fucking riot. Ladies, if you can find yourself a man that'll sit down after a long day with you and watch a JonTron video, that's your guy. <laughs> that's that's the secret to true love right there. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I just gotta say it on camera one time at least. Like I'm is, concerned now. He is a phenomenal stepdad. Just like oh. just I wasn't amazing. ready for that. He's amazing. He's like like, I was very concerned oh. at first, because Marco and Alex kind of got thrown together right away, and they butted heads so hard at first, but, like, Alex... Get away from my mommy! <laughs> he's, Alex has taken, like, such a shine to being a dad, like... Two weeks later, it was, I love you, new daddy. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> right, all, it was a month. I feel like we should discuss, like, your relationship with my ex-husband, and, like, if it's good and healthy, like... I think the three of us it's have a strong. Weird. We have a strong um, understanding of. Boundaries. You know, it's it's a team effort, you know. Because we don't have an understanding of boundaries. He, <laughs> my ex-husband's a trucker, so he comes into town, uh, very last minute. <laughs> Doesn't tell fucking anybody shit leading up to it well, like the whole he'll thing tell us like, oh hey i'm an hour out no no he'll be like i might come into town and sometimes he doesn't come into town and sometimes he does is, is that why you us. don't relay it because it sounds like you're getting the information and i've never gotten the information no i told you i think last time you told me he might be in town on a tuesday and by on on a tuesday you said he was coming in town he should be there by saturday or sunday and then Friday. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sleepy. On Friday, he said he was uh, here. Oh, damn you for yawning. <laughs> but no, you guys are. You guys work together really well. And it's all in like the best interests of the most important person in our family, which is Marco. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what we're all here for. I think my my favorite moment when Pablo, who is my ex husband, visited was when we went to the grocery store together and uh, the two of you were showing Marco different scents of deodorant and <laughs> like letting him sniff them and like it was just it, it's really cool to see that kind of like teamwork together come out of you guys like put away any like frustrations or differences you guys have and came together for him and it's really cool oh I got the princess. <laughs> <laughs> and he disagrees, so that's the best part. <laughs> I know. Like, Pablo's like, yeah, you can, you can handle yeah, that. Not for me. No, this is great. <laughs> like, I, I had a conversation with Pablo recently, and he was like, yeah, uh, good for you. <laughs> yeah. we, we worked way better as friends, Pablo and I did, and it's really neat that we're he's flowered without me and I've really flowered without him I think that's really neat especially yeah Alex is reaping <laughs> those rewards <laughs> um cause uh, any of the alternatives there are just bad jokes that don't need to be written uh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so I found the one that's what I'm here for couch is on fire <laughs> I found the line. Oh, yeah, check this out. Um, birthday gift that Marco and Alex picked out for me because we're a nerdy family, and it's my favorite genius, Bulma. It's because she's awesome. One of my favorite fictional moms ever. She shot Goku in the head. He was freakishly strong. I mean, yeah, he was five and took the bullet, I sure. Don't, I don't think she knew that he... Uh, was capable of doing that, and I think he was ten. Thank you. Don't shoot ten. Yeah, minutes. you're you're right. <laughs> Five versus ten. Don't don't shoot them. <laughs> or do. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's been. I, why would I joke about that? School shootings. Uh. This is wow. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd I'd rather talk about fantasy again. 
can't go lay down. We can't close the door, or they'll line at the door because we're both in here, so naturally they're assaulting us. And usually tending to the dogs while he was laying. You need to stop nabbing. Um, we have two dogs. Though. Dublin is Alex's baby. That's my puppers. Um, Bane is our other big, huge baby. Her puppers. Um, he's, he's mine for sure. Uh, my brother adopted him out in Vegas and couldn't take care of him. He just couldn't be there to, like, he couldn't be there to train and take care of a dog. He was too busy. And I immediately told Alex, like, we gotta get this guy. We gotta get this dog. And I, I actually went online and discovered a service that will, um, they'll pick up the dog at a location. It's kind of like Uber delivers animals. And, uh, <laughs> They picked up this dog and traveled across the country from Vegas to Baltimore and dropped him off at our doorstep at like 10 o'clock at night. And it was the worst night of our lives. <laughs> this dog was, he was that only was like, hellaciously awful. he was a baby. He was still a puppy. He was maybe like five, five, six months old. He was a monster. He was, didn't have, it wow. was zero training had no idea what a bed was like at the fundamental level we tried to we had to sleep with him in the room because he would bark if we put him in the kennel and just and yelp 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 yeah. yelp and yelp. keeping him in the bedroom he was just so high energy super excited to be in his new home and just jumped everywhere the whole time 10 o'clock is not an ideal time to have a dog delivered to your home a puppy and uh our, a new puppy. our, our dublin our older dog he's six five uh, November of 2013, so he's coming up on six. He is five now. Bane is only a year, year and a half, almost two. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know, but he's our younger boy, and uh, Dublin, um, poor Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> Dublin went from being like the yeah. only child with just dad, to uh, then Michael moved in and moved out. Uh, sh when she moved in uh, with Marco. I just want to say really quick, Dublin was a huge factor in staying with Alex because Alex, like a man who is good with your kids, <coughs> loves and respects you, supports your um, your goals and your dreams, uh, and loves dogs, that's your guy. <laughs> he loves dogs, and he had, Dublin was like, he is the sweetest boy, and he still is. He really yeah. is. I love him. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah. Um, so he went from, like, me to me and Michael to me, Ari, Marco to all that plus Bane. Uh, he gets grumpy. <laughs> yeah, you can tell he's just like... Yeah. I, I feel like I identify with Dublin more. Like, I'm really, like, aloof. <laughs> super aloof and like I don't want to be all disturbed. All the time. Yeah. All the time. And um, found out. And Bane is the pay attention to me 24/7. Not 24/7. He he chills out at night. After we give him some attention. Mhm. Mm he's just he's such a lap dog. Dublin is really aloof and far away, but Bane will just well, the, Dublin be... likes to be a lap dog. He just doesn't get the opportunity. That is true. That because is true. Bane will box him out. Yeah. Bane has to... Like the other day, I was like in your lap, and Bane literally just Had to pawned insert his himself. way. He's like, what's going on here? <laughs> He's going to start going kennel for that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to stop me. <laughs> like that. I don't stand for that. That's inexcusably bad behavior. I'm always good cop for Bane. That might explain why he is the way he is. Because by good cop, she means no discipline. None. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> I love them, too. I know. You just, you, you love them in a good and healthy way. <laughs> yeah. A good and healthy way that includes boundaries. Yeah. Like, not inserting yourself into every single other activity that's going on that involves any movement or interaction between other two people. Okay. Yeah. I love him. He's a good boy. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that fucking stick, though. Jesus. Christ. Oh God. Yeah. Um, 
So he's got this green, like, pseudo... It, it looks like a tree branch. It's about three or four inches in diameter. But it's green and it's foamy, so he can chew on it. Um, and he'll just push it into your face. Push it into your face. I'm sure that's really loud. Sorry, audio people. Uh, push it into your face. And it's, like, just... It doesn't stop ever. Unless he's laying on top of you, he is pushing that stick into your face. Yeah, he just wants you to throw it. And play. Yeah. Which is, which is cool. It's like, that's a good energy. desire to have. Um, and I appreciate, like, the wanting to play all the time. But, like, there are times when it's not appropriate, dude. Like, just take no for an answer sometimes. Let's go back to Final Fantasy. Like, why yeah. are you mad? I'm not, actually. <laughs> I don't know. I, like, I've, I've always wanted them to do a remake of 7. Like, for me... Okay, we're jumping tracks. My favorite Final Fantasy was uh, Tactics. I loved ten out of ten best fantasy. I loved the Tactics Advance games that were on the DS and the Game Boy Advance. Um, she keeps telling me to play them, but caveats don't just ignore the narrative. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, the narrative for the the Tactics games on their handheld consoles were like really heavy. Uh, battle system, really like like the tile, the, the classic tactics Final Fantasy. It was perfect. It was so much fun battling, leveling, changing classes, uh, upgrading your clan. You know, it was really cool. It was perfect. But boy, was that like even the lore and the world, Ivalice, It was. It's really amazing. It's it's top tier. <laughs> it really is. But the story of those games specifically. It's just a boy finds a book in the library. Library, <laughs> library, um, right before summer vacation, and gets transported into the world of Final Fantasy and has to find his way back. And you're just doing quests for your clan and stuff. And it's 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 a great game if you can just kind of overlook the story. And that's all. But like going hand in hand with that, Final Fantasy twelve was one of my favorite Final Fantasies too. Um, six, obviously, because it's just one of the best. Like, you can't talk about great Final Fantasy games without talking about six. Seven, because I really like that dark, you know, distant... Uh, dystopian. Dystopian, yeah. Uh, that was really cool. I mean, the opening is you bombing something. That that was really neat for me. You're an eco-terrorist, yeah. yeah. And it, it's like... The cast was just so good to me. I really liked it. Uh, Eight. Eight, I hated eight. That's the Alex's draw favorite. I, I cannot stand eight. I like the game. I, I hate, hate the draw eight. system. I it's hate the awful. characters. I didn't identify with any of them. Junctioning I, sucks. Yeah. It's just, it's the stupid and obtuse. Right down in the card game. I hated everything about eight. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the card game was fun. No, I, I didn't like it. You didn't uh, like playing Blitzball either, though. I actually uh, got good at bl Blitzball to the point where I got Waka's final or legendary weapon. So Blitzball is okay. Um, she only played it for the ultimate weapon. Yeah, and that's how you get good at it. <laughs> uh, I um, played it for fun. Rocket League didn't exist yet. That was a blast. I didn't like 8. Uh, 9, I love 9. I think Alex would love 9 if he played, played it. it yet. It's so good. Uh, back to that you know, steam kind of punk, medieval. It's, yeah, it's, I yeah. Nine. So it was like, uh, steampunk in six, um, dystopian sci-fi in seven, kind of a weird mix of sci-fi fantasy in eight, and then steampunk fantasy in nine again, which is just like. They were all good. Nine was good. I was really, I really liked the, uh, I can't remember now if you could do this in previous Final Fantasies. I don't think you could, but I really liked that uh, you combine attacks depending on who's in your party. Like, I remember doing a magic blade attack with Steiner and Vivi for the first time in Final Fantasy Nine. I just remember being like blown away. I was like, oh, this is, this is amazing. <laughs> Well, she was playing 9, I was playing Legend of Dragoon. There's a game I never played. 
time and my hits down. My first RPG was it's actually on this channel was Rhapsody Musical Adventure, which was like tailor made for girls, and like playing it as a young girl, it's amazing. Uh, playing it as an adult, you realize like how awful the game is and <laughs> horrendously like weird it's very bizarre there's like themes of suicide uh sexism like but what what drew me to this <gasps> game was the tile system again that you see in final fantasy tactics and the battle system therein um it's pretty easy tactics based combat yeah that's that's what i'm looking for uh you have that, and then when they ported it to the DS many years later, I was mad excited, and then I realized they actually erased the entire battle system and just turned it into turn-based. And you can mash the A button in every battle and you'll win. It's just absolute garbage. They took one of the best portions of that game and like erased it from it. And I, I was big mad. But, um, She's still mad about I'm it. I'm still salty about it. Like, <laughs> I'm still salty about that. It's actually really cute. <laughs> um, after 9, 10, another near-flawless game. I love 10. Uh, and then Squeenix came. Squeenix acquired Square mid-10? They, they co-merged yeah. mid-10, yeah. Uh, That's 10 why I'm two. saying and then Squeenix I, I have tried to play 10 too. Uh, four separate times and the furthest I've gotten into it uh, was three hours and I, I can't play 10-2 I just can't do it um, 11 was the MMO that I played very briefly um, I thought it was fun I was a red mage uh, 12 again one of my favorites I loved 12 I thought um, 12 doesn't have the mistakes that 13 has as far as voice acting and how just 12 has superior voice acting to 13 and I don't want to say 10 I'll say 10 yeah <laughs> say 10 yeah I'll say 10 uh 13 <laughs> there it was supposed to sound awkward it just wasn't conveyed well <laughs> it wasn't it executed well at all no um, <laughs> 13. Uh, garbage. You mean, you mean uh, Final Hallway? The hallway Fantasy. Itself, John? The goddamn thing has been playing itself. It hasn't been plugged in this whole time. I'm using the wrong controller. Uh, Squeenix with its tell the story. Uh, Rather than show it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was really my big gripe with it was uh, I told a friend of mine that I hated 13 and they're like, I, I was like, I'm confused by all of it. I, I don't understand what's going on. I'm not identifying with the characters. I think the scenes are bizarre. I'm not I'm not enjoying this. And uh, they're like, what do you mean you don't understand? Just read. I'm like, what are you talking about? So you open up the menu and you view like the, the stories and the chapters and stuff. And you have to read like 90 pages of stuff. And I'm like, If I wanted to no. read a novel, I would just open a book. Part of the, part of the majesty of Final Fantasy X for me was like, the questions you had about Spira and Titus, or Titus, I don't know, I think it's Whichever. Titus. Um, the questions you had about Spira and Titus and Sin and everything therein was answered in due time uh, through through storytelling, not through yeah, uh, visual storytelling. Yeah, cutscenes, um, and it, it was emotional, it was very good. Um, I think they over-rely on That's the entirety of what happens in Kingdom Hearts. All three of them. We'll talk about that. <laughs> because I don't consider the other ones real Kingdom Hearts games. Uh, let me see the core component entry. Yeah, it's called writing. <laughs> I mean, the, it, it's... I don't feel bad. Three is like Kingdom Hearts beefed up. Like, it's got... It's... It, the Unreal Engine It's just unreal. <laughs> like... They really beefed it up, but so you're from missing Jump a bunch Street, of stuff. From Jump Street, Sora opens the story, and he's lost his powers again, but inexplicably, he has a shitload of new powers. Like the ride combat thing that I guarantee you've seen it in the trailers, uh, which I didn't like from Jump Street. I thought it was choppy, weird, and like, 
uh, Kratos action scene-y. What is it? Uh, quick time event. Nonsense. Like, I don't, I don't need that in the middle of action combat. Thank you. The world felt way more flowy. It, it was, I like, there are some good things about 3. Uh, I'm not saying it's valueless. I really, what did it for me, though, that made me, like, come to a full stop in that game was going to Arendelle. And that was just, I didn't enjoy it. Like, not even a little bit. Like, I couldn't even appreciate how well crafted the landscape was. I just couldn't. Mm. I didn't like the ice palace that... 10 out of 10 for Pat, uh, Matt Pat's theory on that one. What? That that Elsa was the intended boss. I believe that. she that. succumbed to the darkness. I, I believe that. I really do. They were like, Lark's no, you gotta cut that. Felt weird. Um, oh, yeah, there was no reason for her to be there at all. We didn't toy with the idea of the darkness in her heart even a little bit. Like it was, it was just copy paste from the film, and we didn't even explain who the hell Hans hey, was. Hey, hey. Let it go. <sighs> <laughs> let that go. <laughs> I did. No. I did. I let I'm, it go the first time I saw it. Kingdom Hearts three, reaching Arendelle was like a, a really serious point for me, where I was just like. I'm I'm done here. <laughs> I'm Brave done here. would have been good. I'm done. I was I was really done with that, but Brave would have been good. But I just we, gotta we, say I didn't like Final Fantasy fifteen. I don't have an opinion on fifteen yet. I didn't see enough of it played or played enough myself to have an opinion. I uh, didn't like it. Um it seems abundantly grindy in a really unhealthy way. I don't know, I just didn't like your first pit stop there with um, Sid's daughter. You immediately got angry about Sid's granddaughter. Um, <laughs> niece? Is it niece? I don't know, but whatever. I, I was pissed. Hot I was chick like, Cindy. This is, this is just like, I, I already didn't like, each one of the main characters that you have control of are just like your the standard. Least flavored, most bland possible. Yeah, they're your standard um, anime guy. You know, like. <laughs> I'm each, brooding. Each one I'm of the them. protagonist. Nobody gets me. My name is Sasuke or Vegeta. Uh, fucking. Let's talk about Salt and Cloud. Yeah. Yeah. That's why <laughs> the, this was worse. This this was worse. This that, was to the point of parody. That's why I actually do appreciate Titus because, like, you he really, wasn't the cookie cutter mouth breather. Uh, he he was just. He was dumb, but that was, was part of his character. He was unlikable. He was so unlikable when you started the game. Like his voice was just mad irritating. You hate him, and then you really. Well, he he was also a bad person. I like. Think, <laughs> Yeah. He was begotten of sin. Well, he had a lot of he had a lot of issues and Jet Jet became sin. He wasn't sin from Jump Street, you know, like sin what? didn't birth him. Like he wasn't sin spawn. Uh but Titus Otherwise like, he would have been sin spawn. Yeah. Titus was one of my favorite protagonists because you actually see him change and grow and develop and by the end of the game, like you see him come to terms with like his father and abandonment and uh and sin he let go of his entire life and you know it, it was just it was really uh it was a really great storytelling for that character because you do you start the game hating him and then you end it thinking i made it to a lot Mount of people Zanarkin. still hate him it's it's whatever <laughs> a, lot of you, a lot of people hate titus it's cool <laughs> it's valid yeah i i just really liked um the growth that they showed with titus it was well told rather than, you know, like, I don't know. Uh, Boy, I wish I knew what Squall was up to these days. Be a shame if Kingdom Hearts totally forgot that character existed. Kingdom Hearts took all of the Final Fantasy characters out of 3, and I, I didn't notice that. Like, the whole time I was playing Kingdom Hearts 3, I was like, something's missing, dude. Like, there's... A core mechanic, yeah. like one of the three pillars. And it, it, Original it characters, Final Fantasy characters, Disney. There are no Final Fantasy characters in Kingdom Hearts, and I realized that, like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm still disappointed that you can't pick up some of them as party members and, and go play. And that, I think, like, that's disappointing. I think the Kingdom Hearts characters are lackluster and leave a lot to be desired. 
you want to talk about archetypal fucking dweebs. Riku. Oh my god. Sora. S- same thing as Noctis. They all look mm. alike. They they mm. all look alike. Nobody gets you. They all lo- act like each other. Like I just I felt like the the only Sora's only character trait in three is I'm dumb and forgetful. Uh, Everybody makes fun of Sora. I feel so bad for him. He gets him. fucking bullied. <laughs> Straight up. By Donald Everybody, and Goofy. Mickey bullies Sora. And then they all laugh about it. Even, uh, that's even, our uh, king. <laughs> what's his name? The wizard? Yeah, Yen Sid. Yen Sid. He was like, yeah, that kid's whack. <laughs> You're really? a fucking idiot, Sora. It's so funny. <laughs> like, I was mad excited for 3, too, but... She was so hyped. I was, but and that's really probably how seven's gonna go. I'm, I'm just, I'm just a fan. You said it, you said it. Yeah, I, I'm just a fan though. Like, I have, I, I spoke about this briefly, uh, with a friend of mine on Facebook that like, there's the Zelda cycle. Um, Nintendo teases the next game. Everyone gets hype about it. We're super excited. Uh, the game gets released. Ten out of ten, best game ever. Then everyone bashes the game. Uh, <laughs> we're pissed off about the game, and it's just this vicious cycle that continues on. Um, Between fans and devs in this weird love-hate symbiosis. I love every Zelda game. Every Zelda game. Uh, I've never played Spirit, Spirit Tracks, though, let's be fair. Um, yeah, I've played I love some of the more knockoffy titles. Uh, I, I saw Spirit Tracks once and was like, oh, that's super ninja. They were going for the Minish metric they Cap. had. And Minish Cap was a... Didn't play that one. Oh, so good. I just really liked the Zelda games. The main ones that came on the, the consoles with the release. Uh, my least favorite is Twilight Princess. And I'm not it's trying to say that's a bad game or anything. It's a, it's a good game, but my it's my least favorite. Uh, Skyward Sword is one of my favorites for sure. It just brought a lot to the lore. It brought a lot to the table. As I'm far excited as she gets to actually experience Link's Awakening now. Yeah. Because that's coming out. Uh, yeah. Is that this year or is that next? I don't. I, it's this year. Is it? I think so. Yeah. It's gonna be a holiday release. Um, I've I've never played Link's Awakening, so there's a big one. Um, so good. Link to the Past, I've played. Um, it's there's just like uh, Breath of the Wild for me was like I I was really hyped for that, and I knew they had changed a lot about the the formula for Zelda. And I don't know. I'm just a fan. That was a breath of fresh air into a series that needed it. I, I'm just gonna like say there there are things that I could pick apart on Breath of the Wild, but I love it. Game of the Year 2019, Breath of the Wild. Still three the years year. running. Yeah. <laughs> Did it come out two years ago? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it was a launch title, oh and the gosh. Switch is only two years old. Yeah, I I I love Breath of the Wild. I think it's just it's phenomenal. But for me, I I I kind of look at the Final Fantasy VII remake with more of a critical eye because I don't know N- Nintendo does things right and Squeenix mm. hasn't been doing things right for a long time. Or EA, or I mean, shit, Ubisoft is flirting with the line. Uh, Bethesda said, "We'll just go f- full EA. Fuck you guys." I don't really fuck with Bethesda. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not very happy. <laughs> Everybody's excited for the the new star, whatever the fuck, and uh, Elder Scrolls Six, and I'm like, mm, maybe don't be. Maybe not. I don't think now's the time to be excited for those. Mm. I just dampen those expectations right now. I can't outside of Nintendo. I can't think of a big, AAA level developer that has released anything that is good, uh, in like past five years. Uh, Spider-Man. Who developed that? I don't know. I didn't say that there weren't any good AAA titles in the past five years. I think that's a bit extreme, but I can't think of, like, the developers releasing... Oh, we've kind of been in our own world, too, as far as, like, exclusively... We went indie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really good job. Stardew Valley. Ape and Chucklefish. Well oh, done. Oh, love it. Um, that's a that's a. I think I spent six months living in Stardew Valley. Um, yeah. She know wiped the shit out of that. I did. I would come home and be like, "Okay, guys, well, I'm not available. 
for the next six hours. <laughs> I needed so much help with this shit. No, he got and she none. was like, he got none. Go fuck yourself. I'm doing my own chores. I'm uh, I'm taking care of my virtual family. <laughs> she was. Elliot left me, dude. You divorced him. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I turned him. That's into why a... he left. <laughs> I turned the kids into dubs. We didn't have kids. I didn't get that far with him. Didn't like Elliot anyway. No, he was like, oh my god, if you if you don't like being with a guy that's like up your butt all the time, that's like super, super, uh, hey honey, hey honey, hey honey, hey honey, I love you honey, I love you honey, I love you honey, don't date Alex. <laughs> I'm pushing my skull into her face as we speak. I love him so For those much. playing the audio game. <laughs> um, yeah. So I started playing Stardew again. Uh, in fact, I think we're going to play some Stardew here after this stream. Hell yeah, I'm going to. What am I talking See, I, I, I'm at that point where I want to replay 7, but I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. But l let's talk about eight. Let's talk eight? Let's talk about eight or nine. Um, How bad the draw system and junction systems no, were? No, let's talk about eight or nine as far as, like, seven had a lot. They, they, they milked that cash cow with Advent Children. Um, we had Dirge of Cerberus. We had the I still don't know game, what happened in Advent Children. The mobile Japanese game release of... Uh, before before crisis and then crisis core was the zach game on the ps2 um it, it there was just so many spin-offs so many things going on it was a huge cash cow that they kept milking like i really do we 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 didn't want these things i by the way i secretly love dirge of cerberus um super fun um, i don't know anything about it we didn't we didn't ask for those things we were just looking for a seven remake or HD remaster, honestly, and we just got all that in a bag of chips. But I really feel like they should redo eight or nine or all the expansion you know, of the seven universe. Yeah. I feel like they could have done that with uh, eight, nine. Uh, they tried it with ten, and it was spectacularly bad. Um, but e even more uh, games in Ivalice would have been cool. No, we, we have plenty of games in Ivalice, but I, I am waiting for, like, the next We've got four. There, there's uh, OG the, Tactics. But we, I am waiting for the next Tactics. I'd, I'd like a spin-off of 12, I think. There was one. Wasn't it Wings or something? It was. Mm-hmm. It was on the DS. I believe so. They need to quit doing that, then. That's a pattern of behavior that's unnecessary and gross. It's the same pattern of behavior uh, with Kingdom Hearts. Actually. It's explicitly the problem with Kingdom Hearts because nobody has any idea what's happening. The story doesn't make any sense. They retcon everything. I'm so confused. The the things that they explain in Kingdom Hearts three just leave more questions that need answered. And I'm like, and, and who granted, the fuck is that? I thought he was reconstituted. What are they both doing there in the same place? What did they say? Jesus, anime Christ. How many Xehanorts are there? Xehanort. Uh, they counted what seven? Antivirus. <laughs> Not including Xehanorton antivirus. Uh, there was seven. Xehanorton antivirus. That's another one. It's ridiculous. Like, you can't justify having seven of the same character with time travel. I'm sorry. We can't call him Ansem anymore when he's speaking to the real Ansem. Jesus, but, anime Christ. <laughs> and they're still doing it anyway. I'm so confused because they all look alike, and I, I just... I'm really bad as far as, like, when I'm reading a book, uh, as far as remembering character names and stuff. So, Kingdom Hearts 3 really throws me for a loop, because I'm like, Xemnas, Xehanort, Zelda. Z I can't do it. <laughs> I can't I either. I can't do it. I don't even, I can't even, like, look for visual clues, because every one of the characters look alike. Exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Like, you can go, oh, that's the guy with the base. If he's not carrying anything, though, I can't identify him from his fucking idiot friends. I, I, I just, I'm amazed. Yeah. I'm by 
I'm and I'm gonna be honest here. I'm amazed by how bad it is. It's not. It's, it's not, not good. Bad. It's not bad. It, it's it's fun. not good. It's very fun to play. If you actually pick it up and play it, it's very fun to play. I'm gonna pass. My my problem with Kingdom Hearts three is it got to the point where when I was starting a new world or ending a world, I was already like. Uh, I have to go through another 30 minute cutscene that's not going to answer any questions that's going to be super vague and like confusing and all I want to do is just go back and fly my gummy ship around for a while which was the best part to me was gummy ship driving like and I never liked the gummy ships and 3 really like it was so much fun it was way better I, I played uh, I flew around my gummy ship for like 2 hours at one point she did, I really did. She's done that multiple times. Yeah. Don't let her fucking downplay that. I, That's... I booted up Kingdom Hearts 3 and just played the gummy ship. And, and then saved like, and quit. And Alex was like, shouldn't you be landing in Arendelle? And I'm like, no. Yeah. I don't wanna. I guess I should progress in the story, but have you seen this boss that you can fight with a gummy ship? <laughs> and then she went and killed three fortresses. Yeah. It's tight. <laughs> Give me a gummy ship game, like. Give me a not shitty Star Fox instead. I don't know. I used to rely heavily on like story rich games, but it feels like these stories are just becoming uh, tedious. They're really tedious. It's it's not that the stories are tedious. It's people don't know how to write. Well, I I just kind of enjoy the more simple parts of the game, like running around with Sora and fighting Heartless and actually doing the boss battles. The boss battles were fun. Uh, going through Hordes of Heartless was really cool. There were a lot of um, interesting, uh, like, I feel like that should have been in, in Zelda. Like, I would appreciate more uh, dynamic foes that you can fight instead of, like, eight Lynels, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, or ten Bacoblins. Yeah, it, like... 12 variations of the same basic enemy. Yeah. I, I just don't care. You have that with Kingdom Hearts 2. You have like 10 different kinds of Heartless, but you then had... Then you give world-specific Heartless. Yeah, but you get like... One thing I'll say about Arendelle was, you know, like there are... I don't know. There are just... It's kind of like open world versus linear game now, so I get it. But you had like different obstacles with certain enemies, and I would have appreciated some of that. Again, Zelda has a. I love Breath of the Wild. I'm sorry. I feel bad. I should Give apologize. Me <laughs> Give me the year 2019 Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Seriously, it's it's uh it's like Minecraft, Breath of the Wild, and Rocket League are my top three. Oh. They're, they're, Rocket League and Minecraft are simple. You know, like I like games that you don't have to like I don't have to set aside an afternoon to play it. Uh, it's been a long time since I... You've never played Minecraft. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've picked up a game that made me want to play it for nine hours straight. Minecraft really, It's been a really long time. It, it, it hasn't ever been a story-driven game, you know? Yeah, and that, I get really, really bored. I'm afraid that's my problem. Like, maybe I'm just... My attention span is too far gone. I'm too old for that now, but, like... Yeah. I don't know. Story-driven games just aren't my cup anymore. Oops. I hope 7 will change that. I know the story already, but I love going through it over and over again. I do like beating my head against the same button a thousand times and seeing if something different will happen. The definition of insanity. Yep. That one's good. Yep, and you're paying for it. Uh, 7's gonna be a new experience. You're not doing turn-based battles anymore um i i like playing the same game over and over and over just the amount of amount uh, it did it did i'm sorry i stopped i hate sloths that's fair hit me back hit me back what hit me back hit me back with what my hands closed there oh i love you with all my heart i love you too <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i just I love being with you. Like, yeah. Talking to you about games and. Mm -hmm. I just get like really emotional about certain video games, and Alex is like, I'll I'll just light I up. I do try to I do try to burst that bubble because 
I, I've I've been shit on a lot by AAA titles and getting my hopes up, and I'm like, I'm, I'm just not doing it anymore, and I don't want her to have to go through the pain. I, well, my man's there to console me. I don't want to have to console if I could just prevent the problem. Well, I gotta, you know, you gotta learn to make these mistakes yourself, and I'm ready to be hurt again. I don't know why. I'm ready. <laughs> hurt me. That, that, that's off camera. That's good. <laughs> Dearest Phoenix, hurt me again. I'm ready. <laughs> Dear M, you never wrote me back. <laughs> your uncle too i'm sorry <laughs> Oof. uh so i think that that'll be uh our wrap point gang uh happy episode one of pillow talk uh we'll catch you guys soon we love you love you bye bye <laughs>